Hello everyone and welcome to Wolford Weekly, your weekly EastEnders podcast where this week we'll be discussing the episodes released on the BBC in the UK from Monday the 26th to Thursday the 29th of September 2022. Hello everyone, I hope you are well. I trust that you are. What a, what an eventful week it's been politically but also on the square. But we're only going to be able to talk about any of these stories this week with one other person and that is Rob. Hello Rob, how are you? Hello, how are you? I'm very well. Thank you very much. I'm very excited. I'm going on holiday next week. <laughs> yes, I am off to Amsterdam next week. So just to be for you to be aware, Rob fans, all three of you. All right. I'm not here and next week. And his dimple. <laughs> and my dim my one solitary dimple. Thanks for everyone that's I mean, I I think I mean I've got at least three. I'm I'm here to tell you that. But Where's the third? Um, uh, they actually don't show me, don't, yeah, don't a, show me. Call yourself a gay man, Alex. <laughs> honestly. Um, so I'm not here next week. Ben will be taking over for, uh, next week. He will be here. You can just you can see the, the lovely couple do their thing. It'll be lovely. There'll be no split screen. They'll be in the same room with like, a cat. Be, with a cat, it's, uh, it's it'll be lovely. So you can enjoy that. Ben fans, he will be back next week for one week only. Because mind you, unless that Amsterdam does its thing, and I'm I'm found three weeks later well, up in in Belgium or something. I've heard. That I have to say, I have to Amsterdam. say, I'm a bit I'm a bit concerned by uh, you because <coughs> this is your first time in Amsterdam, and yeah. I mean, having been to Amsterdam myself a few times. Oh, good. Obvious. So you're going to be slight, somewhat cultured, I'm, but <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to a museum and take in all the Amsterdamian culture, nothing else. I, right. I what kind know. of? I don't think you're going to get all the culture from a museum, though, are you, Rob? Let's be honest. When in Rome. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I hope you have a really good time in Amsterdam. Thank I'm sure you. everyone wants to comment below and let you know how much fun. In fact, let Rob know. Give me some tips. All give me some Amsterdam tips. tips. Give me some damn tips. Because um, I've given him all my knowledge. All that sort of thing. <laughs> not. But I've passed on my knowledge to Rob for what he needs to know. And um, I'm sure there's many, many gaps. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked by the things that Alex told me. I mean, this Genuinely. was a few years back. This is before Genuinely. I even met Ben. So mm. what? at least 12 years ago since the last time i went to amsterdam so yeah it's been it's been it's been a long time and i'm sure a lot of things have changed over there mm. uh, along the yeah. dam but, yeah um, we brought we brought um, you know decimal currency and all that sort of thing that's it that's <laughs> it <laughs> so yeah so have a great time rob <laughs> thank you um, have a lot of fun um just to remind people that if you are watching this you can uh watch us on youtube don't forget to subscribe and uh follow us and ring the bell or if you're listening you can listen to us on spotify apple Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcast apps and the same applies don't forget to follow us and you can find us on twitter at wolford weekly and instagram and our tiktok which is the same tag and uh if you ever want to get in touch with us if you want to get in touch with me it's alex wolford weekly at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with rob it's rob wolford weekly at gmail.com all the details will be repeated at the end of the show so rob here we go. Let's do week. another week. It was a big one. And let's talk about this week on Wolford. Let's do it. So we are starting the week uh, with Janine's story uh, because she's been found out by her own daughter, Scarlett. Um, and Scarlett was willing to leak this information to Linda before uh, Janine had got cottoned on and ran over to quickly stop her daughter from dobbing her in um yes. but luckily she's hidden the photo in a very very well hidden place which is the the dvd case of die hard which die hard. we can all agree christmas movie it's we are getting we're getting a lovely old <laughs> big old christmas day reveal and mick carter is the type of person who would totally watch die hard 100 if he could i mean to be fair mick's been a bit busy over the past few christmases having you know emotional turmoil and <laughs> finding out his wife's been raped and all that kind of thing he's not had a christmas where he could just sit and watch die hard 
Christmas Day no. whilst no. Janine makes a turkey. He's not had that. And trust me, he ain't going to get that <laughs> this year either. <laughs> I know, he'll get, not even get into, not even pop the DVD into the no. DVD player before he'll see that photo. Um, but I mean, a lot of people have rightfully said that that picture was put on the pin board the whole time. So it was, yeah, so the, the, the evidence was in plain sight there. But I mean, it's. I think it's going to be more the way the reaction of it being mm-hmm. found will be how Janine and Scarlett yeah. and how it's played over Christmas. I am looking forward to it. I will, you know, it's going to be. I am feeling just the way that it's all been built up. It's going to be a big old climax, which is going to be great. Which means it's going to be quite an exciting Christmas day. Um, yeah, I mean, clearly Janine can't trust Scarlett as far as she can throw a grand piano because this girl has been wanting to sort of has been suspicious of his of of his of her mum. Um, for quite a while. I mean, this isn't the first time that Scarlett sort of just worked everything out because she did it. She did it a few weeks back, didn't she? Where she saw Janine had a cut on her head. You started the car crash, didn't you? It's all your fault. It's all your fault, <laughs> man. Um, so she's far too clever for her own good, is Scarlett. Um, so I mean, she's the, at the moment. The, uh, uh, Mick, uh, Scarlett, and Janine have now gone off to see uh, all the kids. Uh, yes, gone to, see, gone to meet Lee, gone to meet Carter Johnny, talk. and gone to see yeah. Nancy as well. I think, which is going to be a lovely reunion because Nancy and Janine were great friends when they when they last met each other. So that's going to go well, I'm sure. <laughs> were you interested also that they uh, the picture of Johnny was original well, Johnny? Fir- well, it's not the first time either. I mean, obviously that's no. the first time it's been properly kind of pointed, pointed out. out. That's Johnny, because <laughs> um, um, obviously when Janine um, when Linda uh, New Year's Day, I think it was Nancy did some sort of slideshow or something, and that, and Sam Strike was in those pictures wasn't it so yes know, new, Year, new year's day one with lady die when they're all laying That's on the, the floor one. with the white yeah. background new year's day picture. 2022 the sacking of ted riley <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's very exciting, which makes me wonder if, if we are going to see Johnny briefly with, well, through Mick's exit. I think we might do. You know? Well, th- well, I was wondering if we're going to see Johnny and perhaps Lee more permanently, and that would be something that keeps Linda on the show. Yeah, because obviously, be we nice. kind of, hmm, we've been talking about how Linda can stay. It mm-hmm. seems inevitable that Linda will leave, knowing that we know that Mick is leaving because mm. uh, Danny Dyer's ceased to contract so he's not carrying on uh yeah. we were talking about someone else's contract that they've stopped as well and i want to gossip at the end of the show I uh, that's obviously charlie Brooke and Janine. i am not a happy bunny <laughs> we'll talk about it later at the end but mm. need to say me and charlie brooks ain't speaking at the moment no. all right <laughs> i am not amused <laughs> so do you think, i know how dare she do something outside of the square but but do you think this could be then an in? Because it was like you say, it was very prominently pointed out that just to almost remind anyone who may mm. not remembered the Carters when they were first introduced, this is Johnny, this is a character, this is Lee, this is a character. And so it's kind of anyone just starting to watch EastEnders, it's kind of introducing them to Maybe. perhaps then bringing them in for Linda. Maybe. Story. I don't think we're going to get, I don't think Sam Strike would want to come back full time, if I'm honest. I think I think Lee, we could. I, I could see that happening. I'm not, and that's nothing against Danny Boy Hatchard, but I think that Sam Strike, Seen as though he left after about five minutes of being Johnny, I don't think he's mm-hmm. going to have any kind of interest in coming back full time. He might come back for sort of mixed exit, which I think would feel nice. They you know, could just tie a, a ribbon over the whole sort of era of the Carters. Um, but Lee coming back full time, I would, I would like. Um, and then, like you say, it gives Linda something to do because now Janine's leaving as well. Um, so that sort of that rivalry isn't going to kind of continue after Mick's gone either. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Um, so how do you think now? Sort of all the pieces are in place, really. Um, how how do you think this is all going to play out from here on in? Because Scarlett knows everything now. I think we're supposed to take from the fact that she's stared at a photo in horror for about half an hour that she knows everything that's, that's kind of gone on. So how is it all going to be revealed? Mm. I mean, she she clearly is um, upset having to betray her mum. Um, 
she was just on the cusp. I think she could. Well, I don't think she could give a toss about the train. But do you think? How do you think Janine's stopping her then? Because like Janine kind of came over to Linda's house, threatened Linda. Yeah. Um, um, but so do you think it's because Janine was there? She kind of stopped herself. But or, do you think yeah. Scarlett has got a little bit of fear for her mum, like what her mum could could do to her as well? Um, not necessarily. Do you, I don't. Know, no. I don't think, and I don't think Janine's made the connection of that was why. Because I think she was blaming Linda for, for it more than anything. I think she was trying to. I think she, what her what her thought process. She was trying was to manipulate that, Scarlett. Yeah, she was trying to kind yeah. of drip poison her ear about her, which is completely Janine's way of looking at anything. Because it couldn't be anything that she's done. God forbid. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that 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 was more what it was. Come obviously, Scarlett is now. I don't know what Scarlett was even planning on doing. It's not like was she planning on saying, "Well, my mum's caused this." Because obviously, we still got the fact that Linda doesn't have no memory of what of what went on in the car crash. So no. something is going to clearly trigger her memory to remember everything that's everything that happened. So, and I don't I don't know if the photo would be enough to do that, would it? I don't know. I mean, all the pieces are there. I guess it just it, that could be just the first. You know the pacing for her to then find out the rest of the information because Sharon's obviously letting on she's she still hasn't really given all the information herself away I don't think yet either like she still she still suspects that and thinks that Janine took that phone call even though Janine's yes. kind of well Sharon still there's something else there was something else that Sharon was keeping from from Linda as well wasn't there that's right because Janine was threatening her by saying yeah. if you reveal this and I'll tell Phil or someone something else something like that yeah mm -hmm. so, so Sharon was keeping something and then Sharon said that yeah fine I'll keep that quiet for reasons um mm -hmm. so i can't remember i can't remember what that was but the, either way there are plenty of secrets kind of floating about that all kind of pivot back to this photo that they've all had a perfect chance of looking at uh, and <laughs> it's been put on the vic wall but this will be the moments and i'm I, you know it sounds like i'm talking down on it i'm not i'm really enjoying it i can't wait for this all to kind of play out um we also also have the the fact that um obviously janine's pregnant now well, now we now we know you I mean, said look Last, well, you said last week that you don't think she is pregnant. And there was that scene when she was in the bathroom and she was yeah. faking being sick. Yeah. So why was so, she doing that? Well, was she doing it for sympathy for Mick? So Mick kind of, because then later in that scene, Mick said, oh, I'm, I'm thinking I might go and visit Linda to see how she's. He's like, oh, but oh, I don't feel very well. What about me? Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, then yeah. Mick kind of, so was she just kind of playing up on it that is pregnant? Or is she genuinely not pregnant? I just... Well, I... Exactly. I mean, it, it, it's Janine, isn't it? So you, you can guarantee that nine times out of ten, there's something dishonest going on. Um, the fact that Charlie Brooks is leaving suggests that she's not pregnant, I mm. think, unless she's going to do a ruby in terms of when she leaves, we will find out, oh, actually, she is still pregnant. And Janine then goes off with a Carter baby, hopefully one day to return with said Carter baby. But that would also depend on whether Mick is alive at the end of this story or not. We don't oh, yes. know. It's all... So there's a lot, there's a lot of things still in the air that we're not going to know the answer to until the, hopefully until transmission. Um, so remains to be seen. Do let us know in the comment section below where you think this is going. What madness will occur in the run up to Christmas and on Christmas Day itself? Let us know in the comment section or by following any of our social media outlets. So it's the big story of the week then, um, and we're starting oh. off uh, with. The the reveal, I suppose. Um, Suki uh, was walking out in the street in the middle of the night. Mm. Eve found her. They took her to Dr. Nina. Mm. Dr. Nina gave her some therapy, a few sleeping pills. Mm. 
And then the proverbial hit the fan because <laughs> we found out that Dr. Nina and Ravi have been plotting together over the death mm. of Ranveer. Makes some sense now, perhaps why Dr. Nina doesn't give a damn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, honestly, missing. Alex. In plain sight, we were missing this. I'm a moron. We are both <laughs> morons. All right. It was so obvious and yet it missed us by completely, which is the best sort of twist, isn't it? Yeah. When it's so obvious. And the, and yet neither of us landed on it whatsoever. We just Absolute thought that it was just sorry. Nina being a badly written character. <laughs> and yet it makes perfect sense because Nina is perfect. And, well, I say she's perfectly delighted with it. She didn't actually, she, she, the way she spoke to Ravi made it sound as though that wasn't part of the plan originally because then you went and killed him as though that wasn't yeah. actually part of the plan. Like, presumably <laughs> Ravi was supposed to die at some point, but just not yet. Yeah, it's so, a bit too soon for his death. Mm. You know, he, they had a few months down the line to, you know, he, you know sponge off some more money off yeah. of him. Um, but yeah, so that was an interesting twist. Um, and then there was a further twist later on. But before we get to that twist, yes. um, we should, I said, well, we should first of all talk about the relationship between Suki and Eve because that got built upon this week as well. And yes. I really, really liked it. I liked I really it. Really did. Suki I love wandering through the square, ethereally mm. dressed in white, this woman in white, her Lady Macbeth moment. When Canterbury she, Tales, I thought. Oh, like, oh. That, yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Chaucer, why not? Um, it, oh, it was great. Um, yeah, Eve and Suki are uh, like, like developing more. Eve is getting a little bit close. I think she's going to be in danger soon, isn't she? Because Ravi is starting to find Eve a little bit in the way at this moment. I don't yes. think Eve trusts Ravi whatsoever. So mm. that's. I think then those two are going to develop a little bit of a feud as the weeks go on. Because Eve, I think, is more suspicious of Ravi than Suki is. And maybe she might start to say to Suki, uh, Ravi, what's, what's a curling? What's a curling there, Suki? Um, but oh, it's exciting. I love it. Um, Nina how, and Ravi, how, go on, sorry. So I was going to just quickly ask how, on, on your comment, how far do you think Ravi will go with stopping Eve well, getting closer to Suki? Because I don't, I, is this, I, I'm not saying this wishing it. Is this, is this, no. is, Serial no, killer route we're not. taking. I hope not. I mean, mm, the thing is, it seems unlikely that Ravi will never ever kill again, just because he killed so quickly. You know, what was mm. it, week two, I think, or something, where he just, you know, I mean, yes, the the lead up to it wasn't it wasn't like a cold blooded murder in the sense of like he planned it and he was you know no. meant to die that night and you know he came in with a clock rather than you know it it also the way it all played out kind of just fell into place, um, but. You know, as they always say in soap, it gets easier the more you do it. So give it a year and he might just happily kill someone on the way to the corner shop because it's just that <laughs> easy. You don't know. I found it interesting that they kind of introduced Nina into the story as well, because I thought that that was almost like an, a, an escape route for them to then kind of have Ravi stay if Nina was to go, if you know what I mean. Because yeah. so kind of some yeah, of the blame yeah. could then be rested onto Nina's shoulders rather than just Ravi's. Well, those two are together. And by mm. together, we are, they are very together. They are fused together. Aren't they just? Uh, and they had sex. Uh, <laughs> we found out that Nina was in on it. And they had sex on the desk in Nina's office. There was patients waiting outside. That door's got a window on it. I, I, Can you imagine if they really? panned the camera and you just saw the receptionist looking through the window, just like a <laughs> like a Jurassic Park with a dinosaur with a <laughs> steam? <laughs> Honestly, shocking behaviour. Shocking behaviour. And so they're clearly they're both like a bit of danger. There's nothing mm. better. There's nothing better than just we might be found out. How exciting! Um, so yeah, that's occurring. So I mean, it it sort of suggests that Nina's a much as a nutter as Ravi is in a lot of ways yeah. because well it, it's that doctors like, it's that thing. on these tenders <laughs> well, I know <laughs> I know um, <laughs> bad as Yusuf um, it's 
Um, and, it, well, it, and it's also suggested because if, actually, if you look at that moment psychologically, um, you will, you know, people who are psychopaths don't tend to worry about, you know, danger and being found out and all that kind of thing. So the fact that they were quite happily having sex on the table when anyone could have walked in or seen them through the window in the door suggests that she's she's got a screw loose as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's now we've no now we know that Nina is a bit of a bad one. Um, it was sort of obvious as the week went on that she's just sort of quite happily waiting and enjoying the game as much as Ravi is. So it's going to be very interesting to watch those two going forward. Uh, I suspect that Suki is in danger with Nina handing out sleeping tablets. That I thought that too, the drugs, because yes, she doesn't know what yes. drugs she's being taken. And I think it's well, going to be no. Ash who's going to see maybe a script. So, yes. so I, I feel, I feel like... Script. Oh my God, have you seen what happens at the dust dump this week? <laughs> so, so prescription. Um, <laughs> um, you know, being a doctor myself, yeah, uh, yeah, I abbreviate. Alex, yeah. Yes, yes, MD. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Different drugs. Uh, so... <laughs> so um, <laughs> Um, so, uh, yes, yeah, so, uh, so I think that, 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 that her extended fact that uh, Suki's family are bit by bit kind of putting the pieces together. So Rat's mm-hmm. putting pieces together. I think yes. Ash will put pieces together. I think Vinny might have a hard Vinny time won't. putting pieces together. <laughs> yeah, Vinny, Vinny won't. Vinny, Vinny will just kind of fine. unscrew a mobile phone and just stand there. Not it will work out before Vinny does. <laughs> I reckon Nugget's got, he's not smart. He's all right. Can, I, gu- can I gush about Nugget at this moment, please? Yeah, because I know you're not. Week. I am, I'm sorry to say it if anybody is not a fan, but I, I think it's official. I am a Nugget stan. I love like Nugget. A nugget. I like a nugget and I love nugget. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's his name. Well, that is his name, Dalvinda, but. You know, it's oh. what is it with you and nicknames? You got in a strop when Rocky first arrived and got all sanctimonious about not liking Rocky, and now it I just did. rolls off your tongue. So it's 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 this thing. I'll be it's honest, it's, just, it's been indented in my mind because I've said it so many times now. But Nugget, mm. Nuggets, it's such a cutting name, Nugget, little, little nugget, nugget of gold. That's what it is, my little aye, nug nug. Yeah, we did um, have a lovely sweet scene though when he's crying over yes. his grandfather because uh, he normally keeps in touch with him. He's Layers. obviously got this very close relationship. Layers, Layers got a very Alex. close relationship with his grandfather. He's mm. expecting a phone call from him on his birthday. He got he got a pre- so yeah. So that that was an interesting dynamic as well because mm. obviously that's something where Ravi hasn't been in his son's life very much he didn't well, realize yes. that there was that closeness between him and ranveer well the interesting thing here is i didn't realize until this week that ravi being in prison was such a secret i kind of thought <laughs> that everyone I thought, I, thought it was common knowledge. I thought it was common knowledge and yet <laughs> nobody knows um suki doesn't know that he was in prison ravi doesn't um nugget doesn't know that he was in prison so those are sort of the important people that should know kira obviously doesn't know so phil at the moment is the yeah. only person that really knows that Ravi was in prison. So I wonder if Phil's going to, at some point, because Phil likes revealing things, it turns out, this week. This so, is what I was thinking. And, and then I, there was a time when that would have been a blackmail situation with... Yeah. With, but they kind of... We'll talk about Phil uh, in the end of... Near, later, uh, later, later. During the show, sorry, later, later, later. But yeah. they've softened Phil, so I suppose he's not really yes. having any kind of um, intervention with the uh, Panasars at the moment. The Panasars yeah. are being really self-contained. But I do love, I love, love, love that they're actually... The, aren't they, they're expanding the Panasars. It's so mm. good. Like even Nino, I consider now as part of the Panasar. Yeah, plot. absolutely. I'll get um, there. Nino, yeah, and the thing is, with, sorry, uh, no. the, the the thing is with Nugget as well. He is, I think, because we've now got you know these three new kids. You know, you've got mm. Amy, new actress, new character. Let's say, um, you know, yeah, Denzel, well. and they've got their own story. Um, and now Nugget. Uh, for me, Nugget is the most interesting out of the three, and that's not downplaying Denzel and Amy, but Nugget has 
well, he's got he's got himself into a family that is more interesting at the moment because the Panasars are sort of the big family on the square at the moment, which I'm so happy to be able to say because they I always know. had that potential, Alex, and we were never given it, and now we are in the Panasar. Just need to be put in the right hands. That we knew you they know. were good characters. We knew they were yeah. good characters. We knew they had a lot of potential, but they just needed to be put into I, the more nurturing hands. And I again, I know I moan about it all the time, but I feel like these current hands are the ones that seem to be working out quite well i've worked for. out that john sen's bricks were good but his cement was crap that was that's my, that's my analogy of it you know yeah, he, was, yeah. he, had, he was very good at supplying building materials but he was not a builder himself in that in that sense you know that's my knowledge of it Fair um enough. Good but analogy. anyway but nugget um he is going to be very interesting moving forward i think he's going to be one to watch over the coming weeks because i think he is going to be caught in the crossfire when on this when this all comes out mm. um and it's going to affect him a lot moving forward because actually deep down yeah he does the whole sort of tough kid and he needs to learn boundaries and he needs to do this and he needs to do that but actually this week sort of demonstrated that that's all very much a, a domino effect as to what is going on in his life you know, oh, he hasn't yeah. had he hasn't had that solid father figure there. And let's be honest, Ranveer is hardly someone who's about to teach kids about boundaries when no. he's with <laughs> So it also it all sort of makes sense, doesn't it? And if that's been the one kind of key figure in his life, what we don't know is about his mother. We don't know who we don't know who his mum is, I don't think, do we? I don't think he's even been mentioned no, particularly so or what, what happened, whether she left or, you know. I don't know. So that's an interesting thing still to come, hopefully, at some point. We'll find out about that. But <laughs> um, So there's all that going on. There's all that excitement. Oh, and I also quite like Suki's relationship with him as well. That seems to be quite like a little, a nice With Ravi? With, with Nugget. I, they, oh, with they, Nugget. They, oh, yeah, because yeah. she kind of stands to the side, doesn't mm. she? And kind of just goes, oh, Nugget. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think we, so. Suki's always had that kind of maternal instinct. You know, she she does have that for her own children. And that's why, you know, they've kind of almost grown up to resent her because she has such a tight hold of wanting the best Too for maternal, her. Yeah. Too exactly. Maternal Too but not much. amazingly affectionate, though, is she? That's the thing about Suki's the, parenting. She's always felt like that's what she's had to do because she's always been almost a mother and a father to them because the, that she's had to kind of, you know, be both sides for them. Mm. Um, because Daddy you know, Panasar wasn't there until he wasn't until. But we, we must also say that the, Ravi and Nina are also trying to kind of put a smokescreen up by by getting savvy, savvy Suki, <laughs> Suki savvy, uh, um, and and be more around her family because they they seem encouraged by the thought that if she's back with her family, she, she might yeah. start to forget about you know the whole random situation the fact that she thinks she killed someone her family yes. is strong enough yeah. and gifted <laughs> enough to make her forget that she thinks she committed murder yeah um no. but um so there's all that going on all, mm. all sorts of loveliness going on there and if, but if that's not enough alex which in some no. ways it perfectly well is but if that wasn't enough we also got another twist this week which to be <sighs> fair was less of a twist to us than the nina and the nina reveal because we kind of worked this out quite quickly i think yeah, yeah. but it doesn't matter because it was still a great moment because daddy panasar has officially arrived we met daddy panasar nish daddy for the Panther. first time this week uh, and ravi is his son as we suspected now then Mm. The interesting thing here is that um, kind of Ravi went vi visited him in prison and instantly started slacking off Kirat, who we believe, as far as we are aware, is Nish's son. But Nish didn't seem that keen on Kirat, I thought. Yeah, I thought that that surprised me, actually, because, yeah, as soon as Ravi started saying, like, oh, and he's kind of lording it around, kind of, mm. you know, putting his command on saying that I'm still mm. the head of the family. So Ravi must be older than Kirat then, I take it. 
I wouldn't have thought it, so. No, I'm not sure. To make they, him... seem, they look like similar ages. Nothing too, mm. nothing too crazy. But imagine yeah. they're twins. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because that would suggest that. that Suki is his. Mother, well, no, that's true. Suki should. That's true. Yeah, yes, so yes, she, yes, she's proud. not cat. She doesn't forget that <laughs> twins are ripped out of her without. Because <laughs> yes. I, I was so high on medication, I had no idea. Um, imagine. It. Oh. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, it's really weird that he resents that Daddy Panasar seems to resent I, the, the children that he had with Suki, and you know, it seems to be starting to wonder. However, um, there's a few mentions of Jax this week. I think it's going to be revealed at some point that either Daddy Panasar or Ravi were the one that killed Jax. <laughs> oh, I do. You I, opening that I, box? I, well, I just think that they were both in prison. At the same time as Jags, for a start. Now, I know we've established there must be a, a million prisons around Walford because otherwise there will be a whole spin-off of anybody that's ever been sent to prison in Walford. Um, but they would have been in the same prison, surely, at the same time, I think will be the sort of understanding mm. because Ravi and Nish were presumably in the same prison. And yet... They might have been on different wings, though, don't forget. Maybe. Because you have different, you know. Yes. So. I mean, I don't, I've never been to prison. I don't know. Normally. Uh, you have. You have. I know <laughs> I've that. Watched, um, I've watched Bad Girls. <laughs> i watched Bad Girls. We know our stuff. <laughs> I know what um, but I, I think, I think my, I've got a suspicion that Ravi or Nish might be responsible for Jags' death because That's if Nish, because Nish doesn't seem that paternal in a lot of ways, he's quite happy for, for Kira to sort of, and I quote, mm. know his place. So, and there's and, all sorts of madness going on with with Daddy Panasar at the moment. Like, but there's a lot we don't know about him, and Suki's clearly scared of him. So he's and he already is giving off Archie vibes, as you hoped a few weeks back. But I want this guy to make Archie look like Barney the dinosaur. All right, <laughs> I want him to be evil. Mm, he's, same. Son. Uh, he's lovely as well. I mean, it's, I'm sorry when I say he's lovely, he's, he's obviously very good to look at. <laughs> lovely, but bloke. what I mean, really nice bloke. and friendly. But but from from the from that first uh, from the first scene, from the only scene we saw of Danny Panasar this mm. week, like. I instantly, he yes. embodied the character that you kind of, in your mind, thought what Daddy Panasar would be. Yeah, exactly. Um, perfect. Uh, yeah, exactly how I so pictured it's, him. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, really, yeah. It was really, it was quite, it was quite nice to see that. It was quite exciting to yeah. see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're very good. Very good. Very good indeed. Mm. So as we mentioned uh, halfway through this, it, we, Kirat started to notice that there was uh, something happening between Suki and Ravi. And yes. perhaps there's a secret related to Ranveer, and we'll be yeah. talking about that next. So Stacey and Kirat had a date planned. Uh, he's yes. made a nice little picnic basket, very Yogi mm. Bear of him, and uh, it has champagne in it and all kinds of like, Lucky like Stacey. scotch eggs and, you know, well, sound, eggs, egg and crest sandwiches, well, you know, all the, the good egg? stuff. What's wrong with people? <laughs> I don't like scotch eggs at all. What? Who? In the, who in Christendom? Kind of looked at an egg and thought, do you know what that needs? Breadcrumbs wrapped around it. Oh. Well, need I remind everyone of who looked at a bacon sandwich and said, you know what that needs? Mayonnaise. But it's we've had bacon this debate. And egg, Alex. There's nothing <laughs> crazy about it. But listen, Stacey went out with Kirat and they were just about to hop on the train. And then Kirat had a phone call and yes. he had to take that phone call, leaving Stacey abandoned. Now, it's important because this is where Kirat started getting information that from his uh, investor yeah. in Dubai, that Ranveer hadn't turned up at any meetings. And so he's becoming more and more and more suspicious and kind of treading on the turf, which led to Nina and Ravi having to kind of like expand their plan, try to yeah. make Suki and Be direct themselves. Kirat out, out in different directions. I mean, do you think Kirat is in a dangerous territory? We said about Eve just now. Do you reckon mm. Kirat is in a dangerous territory oh, as yeah, well? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think the fact that even Daddy Panasar doesn't seem that keen on him, for what no. reason we, we will discover. 
Um, but yeah, oh god, yeah, Kira's in danger because obviously Ravi hates him. Um, Ravi is killed. So if someone who has killed an EastEnders doesn't like you, that automatically kind of puts you in the danger territory, I would think. Um, so we will. I mean, we'll see. I mean, everything that's kind of going on in Mumbai, Dubai, Mumbai, James Bay, which was, which is it? <laughs> <laughs> All three. All um, three. I, th- I think it's Dubai, isn't it? It's Dubai. Dubai. Let's go for Dubai. We'll Dubai's where the money is, isn't it? I think. Well, no offense to anyone from Mumbai. I'm, I'm, I apologize, but uh, Dubai is where like the glass skyscrapers and the giant. Have you seen on? I was watching Discovery or some kind yes. of on those channels, and in yes. Dubai they built a a tank that goes like eight miles deep of water, and it's the mm. most deepest man-made uh divers tank ever made nothing to do with this but, but, but maybe well, that's what maybe uh, that's where proves that, <laughs> proves that it's dubai clearly um because <laughs> if you if you've got an eight foot tank then you must be rich um yes so i mean eight miles eight miles uh so yeah i mean the fact eight that kira is getting <laughs> no it's crap really it's more like a puppet um <laughs> It's like a paddling pool for divers. Yeah, yeah it's not that really, is it? I've never been very good at metrics. Um, so the uh, yeah, so the fact that he is getting these calls from Dubai, um, it's uh, it's suggesting that there is a communication there because now Ramdeer is is starting to be noticed of not being there, which is where things are still going to start to go wrong for Ravi and Nina as more kind of questions start getting asked. Suki's now going to get more stressed, which is going to put more pressure on her. So she's more likely to reveal something to somebody. The fact that she has uh, already revealed a little bit of what's gone on to Eve suggests that she's not, she's going to be pretty malleable going forward as to getting a few more details out. Eve's going to start asking questions. So people are in danger soon, I think. Yeah, the, as the pressure rises, the danger rises, Alex. That's what happens. That's so, it. Again, that sounds like a tagline for a game show. You should just do taglines. I should, when I should present a game show. I should, should present a game show. I'm not <laughs> wasted here. I should present a game show on BBC One. I'm ready for you, guys. We could do the wall. Now Danny Dyer's not doing Drop it anymore. Them. Drop them. <laughs> They're on the wall. Drop Come them. Ripping oh, question. Angela, my darling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, darling. Um, quickly going off the story uh, with the Panasars before we go back in a moment. But um, we should also mention that Stacey tried to set up a meal between Jean and Harvey this week. Um, and yes. Jean seems genuinely quite upset and disappointed with Stacey having yes. planned this. Um, having meddled because... herself in in, uh, in everything else that was going on for the rest of the week. So it's slightly hypocritical, Jean, I thought. You know, bless her. <laughs> bless her, but... But do you think Jane feels a bit like let down that she's she like she wants to show she's she's got this independence well, and Stacey's still not yeah and yeah. Stacey's still not kind of letting her off the uh, the the lead just yet mm. not, not to say Jane's a dog but you know what I mean she's kind of not being trusted just yet to kind of like roam free. Yeah, I mean, it's it's possible. I mean, I think the thing is, Jean is sort of, like you say, she wants to kind of do this at her own pace. Otherwise, her and Harvey, I mean, her and Harvey have had that conversation. You know, both of them are sort of agreed, but I'm not ready yet. I have just come out of hospital. I had a very kind of bad episode. I need time to sort of recover. I need time. I need like peace and quiet around me. Why she moved back to Albert Square in that case, God only knows. Um, <laughs> but it's hardly the men- it's hardly it's hardly a rehab centre. What Albert Square is it for any sort of mental health? Really, it's quite stressful. Yeah. Um, but it's so a caravan that, park with Mo. That's another danger, really, isn't it? You know? sweats, sweats, clothes hanging off the line. Um, so it's, it's a, so um, you know, Gene and Harvey will sort of do their thing as as they go along. Um, 
and I, you know, I, they will be together again by the end of the year. Per se, it won't be that long, but it's nice. I like, I like mm. Gene and Harvey, and I think they've got quite a sweet little relationship. And Harvey's clearly prepared to wait, which is nice as well. Yeah. Charlie will be under that. Charlie, see, I said it subconsciously. Then the new Charlie <laughs> will be will be in the Slater will be in the Slater kind of kitchen, watching all these mad women going around, and just trying to read his paper before we know it. And I can't mm. wait because I like Harvey. Swinging then quickly right back to the Panasar story just to kind of <laughs> cap it off. That's right, lovely. <laughs> yes. If only had long hair, Swing it'd be a lovely Timothy advert. You need a waterfall well. behind you and yeah. suds everywhere. Um, <laughs> show off your dimples, um, all three of them. One, um, one so, <laughs> um, Nina obviously is in it with Ravi. Do you think that when Ravi was trying to dispose of the body, Nina had some kind of uh, so had some help from Nina? I, she's a doctor. She knows exactly. Or she probably knows a few people who could incinerate bodies, which could then lead to what you know. What I mean, though, so, yeah, so do you yeah. think that do you, know, you say that Ravi and Nina had always planned to do something with Ranveer? Do you think that Nina had been in on the plan the, immediately after Ravi had killed Ranveer? Yeah, in, well, we don't know, know how long it, it took for well, Nina to find that out. To do with that's because, it, yeah. Because that whole thing with us was the fact that we were kind of like, why is Nina not reacting to this barely at all? I can't believe we didn't spot it, Alec, we're morons. Um, <laughs> the EastEnders are right. Some of the people, and we have some crew that listen to this podcast, for, I know that, and they will be very smug that we missed that. Very, very smug. Get that smug off gonna... your face, all right? We won't miss the next <laughs> twist. You won't. You won't. They'll be in the writer's room on Monday, and they'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> Robin Alex, <laughs> did you hear? Did you hear? Wolford Weekly, they know nothing. <laughs> Um, but uh, who knows but I think more more might be revealed as time goes on and I really cannot wait to find it because the Panasars are flying up in quality at the moment and the fact that they're now sort of the big story of the square I love it and they're growing and it's all going to be marvellous and there's so much more to come <laughs> let us know in the comment section below where you think the Panasar story is going from here are you happy to see Daddy Panasar let us know social media comment section tapity tap do it well, so we, well, we have uh, another little story coming up now, and that is uh, the relationship that is Amy and Denzel, because they finally mm. kissed on the stairs. Denzel did that flourish after he kissed her. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an Italian chef, wasn't it? You're delissimo, Emmy. He grabbed her face and then, ah, I like that. Flourish, wasn't it? It's like an Flourish. explosion of movement. Flourish and panache. That's what it's going to as well. You're going to like Maybe. pirouette. His house. Oh, you wait. That's our next Strictly contestant. Ready, to, ready and waiting to go. <laughs> Give it time. It's series mm -hmm. 21. Give it five um, years. <laughs> um, yeah, so much to the disgust, though, of Jack. Jack was gushing over his daughter this yes. week, saying oh, she's the best artist, she's the best writer. In science, she's made a Frankenstein's monster. She's done everything. What she's is he great. based Amy's this on? The best. What is he based on? He's spent the last three years absolutely <laughs> convinced that she's a cocaine addict and slowly turning into a mother. <laughs> well, this new Amy, new face, new attitude. He's a man of contradictions um, is Jack Browning, I tell you. Uh, Jack has upset a few people along the way. He upset Howie by kind of insinuating that Denzel's not good enough for his daughter. Um, yes. And he upset Martin because Martin was the one who spotted them kind of like holding hands and being, yeah. you know, being quite loved up with one another. And so Martin relished the idea of telling Jack about it. Um, I mean, for me, this is just explosions of hello pregnancy storyline. I've been saying this since the beginning. Yeah. Like, you have, you know, to be fair, yes. They I recast... They recast Amy as an eighteen-year-old actress, yeah, yeah, and you need yeah. an older actress to do a much, but maybe a bit more of a serious story, you know. And I just, I just feel like there's a baby coming. There's a baby on the way. Well, I mean, the assumption is because obviously uh, Jack came round to fix Kim's sink. 
because Kim's sink was broken. Uh, mm. And all of a sudden, Denzel and Amy appear from upstairs. Now, he wasn't aware that they were there. Now, they both gave kind of stories of, oh, we're just doing homework. You're just helping me choose an outfit, which my first question would have been, well, <laughs> don't you have to be naked to do that, to be changing clothes? <laughs> Duh. Um, but then, uh, so Jack seemed to buy that reluctantly. But then obviously, like you say, we go to the stairs uh, and they had their kids. Uh, and the the general sort of consent, the vibe I got from it was that they had, because Amy said good cover, so which presumably means that they have slept together, you would think. That seems to be the suggestion of it. Ooh. Oh, I think I that's what they were. Well, yeah, I didn't get that far because then, because Denzel, because Amy seemed to be more on board of them being together. So did Denzel just think this was like a casual hookup? Well, they were, they were, because they were walking down the street holding hands at one point, weren't they? Yeah, but the Denzel still episode. didn't seem very sure until the kiss that they were a relationship. Oh, you felt like that was their first sort of... I thought that was their first Oh, maybe. Maybe their first contact, right. as it were. Maybe. Contact. Contact? <laughs> like <laughs> spaceship. <laughs> His first Flying docking. Thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the first time Denzel docked Amy. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Thunderbirds are go. Um, so, yes, uh, good. So the uh, yes. So it's. I mean, I think. Well, it, fair enough. Then I think that's a, that's a fairly good point. But I, the fact that she said good cover implied to me Aye. that something else was going on while they were upstairs. I think they weren't looking at outfits. So if they haven't done it then, I think then they think they're definitely going to do it like by next week because mm. you know teenagers they can't get enough of each other. They're insane. They can't. I mean, they Especially are when you know, in Walford. It's... Exactly. And they are teenagers, to be fair. You know, you're a teenager. Hormones flying around like the red arrows, yeah, Absolutely. Honestly. Absolutely. Jack, um, I, I feel like this is this annoys me a little bit because Jack is kind of going to be right in the sense that, you know, he was right not to kind yeah, of trust Amy and Denzel justified. to be adult enough to, like, maybe not take it to the next step, if this is indeed the pregnancy storyline. Mm, yeah. um, and I kind of get that Jack would be worried. You know, it happened to his sister, don't forget. It happened when... Um, uh, uh, yes. On her name now, that's completely escaped me. Susie, not Susie. No, the that's his daughter. No, his Carol. 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 Oh, Carol. Yes. <laughs> I don't forget Carol. We are fans, <laughs> honest. Walford Weekly. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's happened. It's happened in the family before. It's happened to Carol when she had Bianca. It happened yes, to Sonia. Yes. 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 Uh, her, his yes, niece. It happened to Sonia. Yeah. And so, so he knows that it can happen. You know, the the uh, the Jackson jeans, you know, can be quite rampant. Let's just Jumping, say the Jackson jeans come branding. down quite quickly, don't they? Yes, yes. the Branning jeans, I should say, before <laughs> I get corrected. Don't you don't need to correct me. I know it's the Brannings. Don't worry. He knows what he's doing. He's an expert. <laughs> I forgot Carol's name. It's fine. Um, and yeah, so I, I mean, there's been a lot of criticism saying that, oh, you know, this is a still, this is a, this is an idea that's already been done on Emmerdale. I mean, it's not really what? a still, is it? It's like up. I've already mentioned two times it's been done already <laughs> with, you know, Sonia. You yeah. And then if, if you're going to if you're going to accuse EastEnders of nicking it off Emmerdale, then you're going to accuse Emmerdale of nicking it off Corrie, you know, because Corrie mm. did the whole Sarah Platt thing when she was 13, I think it was. So yeah. what are you implying that every single storyline has been nicked from elsewhere? You're going to have to have some crossovers at some point. Um, and it's, it's all about how before. you do it. It's all about how you do it, isn't it? Exactly. Um, you know, and what we've got at the moment here is actually kind of, you know, the way that they've dealt um, built uh, Denzel and Amy up is has been dealt with really well i think it's kind of yeah. been a slow burner and you can kind of see you know they've done the whole sort of boy pulling hair in the playground sort of relationship between them and and sort of establishing the fact that they fancy each other lily i think fancied denzel as well at one point so i wonder when that's going to sort of rear its head again because i thought well, and nugget. lily was 
Yeah, because Maybe. Nugget's probably going to feel like he's kind of been an outsider with Pushed this. Out, I know they're yeah. friends with Tommy as well, um, but yeah. Tommy's but not he's kind a bit, of he's, that... young, he's younger than them, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think I feel like Nugget's going to kind of be kind of like pushed out as well. But then that could there's potential there then for you know Nugget to get together perhaps you know Who with knows? Lily. Who knows? You know, there's that as well. These there's kids, small these relationships. Kids, you can't keep track of them half the time. No, no. So old. I just want. <laughs> I just want them not get in debt. That's all I want. Young kids get in debt. <laughs> debt and incest. That's all we want. From yeah. the That's all I want. That's all yeah. I ask for. Eastenders. Debt and incest. You, you heard it here first. And a two-hander. Yeah. So, and a two-hander. But with the right two hands, I think we should also do as a caveat. Well, yes. Yeah. Right so, two characters, I should say. <laughs> yeah, indeed. So, um, yeah, I think you know it is what it is at the moment. I think that, it, and I don't mean that negatively, as that phrase has often been commentated. Um, but I, I like it. You know, Jack, I think, is going to be interesting to sort of see. I'm glad Jack's getting something to do, to be honest, because Jack's mm. had nothing to do for about three, four years at this stage. So I'm glad that Jack's kind of found himself in the midst of some sort of storyline. Um, I liked Denise's attitude throughout the whole thing, actually. Because I was I thought, about to say that to well, you. Well, I liked that because not so much... She said that she's raised two teenage girls, so she kind of knows what she's talking about, which is completely right. Now, Frank, to be fair, <laughs> well, well, you know, Libby, not so much, because I don't think Libby really was there, was ever really that much of a problem for Denise, was she in a lot of No, I was going to say, Libby Chelsea kind of on the other herself. Hand, <laughs> yeah, Chelsea, on the other hand, you know, cocaine, the lot. So it, it seems that Jack and Denise could have actually have quite a lot of conversations about kind of mm -hmm. troublesome teenage girls because Denise went through it with Chelsea in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, so I, I look forward to that. And actually what's that's what that also does is sort of cement Denise and Jack to me, because that's all I ever want from from relationships on the square. Right? It's like I always say relationships should be like a character within themselves. You know, what mm -hmm. sort of relationship are is are we looking at here? You know, if you look at Dan and Angie, that was a troublesome, toxic relationship. Like you have a toxic, troublesome character. So to have the conversation between Jack and Denise cements them as a decent couple. And they've got stuff in common. So I just want to see more yes. of that. Because Jack and Denise, you know, we didn't even bother see them getting married, for God's sake. That's how much investment was <laughs> being put into them. So, hmm. yes, I know before you say it, different era. Don't you have to swallow your words, Alex. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> uh, so let us know in the comment section below. Do you think we're right? Is Amy going to be pregnant soon? Comment section below, people. Let us know what you think. Finally, then, we have to talk about Billy and Freddie's relationship. Because Freddie had quite the revelation this week. Um, yes. And when he found out that Billy wasn't his father, however, not the circumstances of how he's not his son, uh, Billy, uh, mm. Freddie went on a bit of a rampage on his little scooter around the square Ugh. whilst music played around him mysteriously now, as if from nowhere. Now, Clenners, <laughs> behave yourself. All right. This is your first. This is your first warning, Clenners. Just, 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 just calm it. All right, Clenners. Right. Right. I mean, uh, it's such a, such a, it's quite a sad thing for Freddie to hear. But as we say, he's not. That heard... was sad for us to hear. But... Oh, well, tell me about it. And he didn't. He didn't. He didn't have everything either. He's not got all the information just yet. No. Um, but it wasn't really Phil's place to tell him. But I feel well, like no, Phil of course got, it wasn't. He got a bit wound up by Freddie, didn't he? By the whole solicitor and uh, finding yeah. Billy some kind of legal aid of some sort. Well, can you explain this to me, Alex? Because I have to be honest, it's kind of I'm getting a bit confused with all this legal aid, legal legal aid stuff. Why can't <laughs> Richie? Why can't Richie represent him? Why? Why is Phil so against Richie representing him? I'm I'm sort of because Richie has never had any issues with rep representing anybody before. You know, she, no. normally when anybody that's associated with Phil is in, is you know getting kind of tagged down by the police, Richie's there like a shot. You know, she'll run, she'll fly, she'll swim from a beaver to be there, to be there <laughs> if she's if she's needed. So I I was kind of kind of confused as to why Richie can't actually do it this time. She said something a few weeks back about 
Uh, she gave some reason, which didn't sound that convincing. And now Phil seems to be kind of annoyed about Billy getting any legal representation whatsoever. So well, I, I'm a bit yes. confused. Well, I mean, I think Phil is is angry by the insinuation that he's not contributing toward Billy's legal aid. Really and so enough. Billy's getting, yeah. And so Billy's getting free legal that you're required to get by, you know, law and blah, blah, blah. And so the solicitor isn't necessarily very good. Um, but at the same time, Phil's then there kind of complaining to Kat that he can't help Billy out because he's not yeah. getting the information on Keith. Because his, his whole premise of all this seems to be that he thinks that if he can find enough dirt on Keeble, that it will stop Keeble's case going forward. Because yeah. that's what happens with murder cases. You know, yeah, you find dirt out about police officers, mm. they drop the case. It's, it's yeah. what you do. It's all what you do. But um, I don't really get it. I don't get it either. I don't see why it, at least someone within the whole agent, you know, the part, maybe there's a partner for Richie or something. I yeah. don't know. There must be someone because, which you know. Well, no, because this is a guy called Jimmy, who apparently is an old face of EastEnders, like from the 90s. Mm -hmm. So do you know who this Jimmy is? Because apparently he's, we've seen him before. I'm, I've been I've been informed. Um, his face may know. ring a bell. His face may I've ring a bell. To see if, he's if, he's played by, if he's played by the same bloke, we don't know. Um, but but the, other th <laughs> because the other side of the thing is, though, Fre Freddie was trying to kind of raise money up and to kind of find some legal representation. She, he asked Phil for some money. Phil said, well, I haven't got any money whatsoever. <laughs> Again, I don't ben, want to help Billy. <laughs> I don't want to help Billy, exactly. And then Ben turned around and was like, he's not got hair, he's not got charm, but what he has got is cash. Um, and then sorted it out himself, presumably with a few sort of phone calls, which was mm. how Billy has now got this bloke called Jimmy. So I, do, I don't understand Phil's... And, then, and like you say, Phil was then kind of upset that he couldn't do anything. So I'm, I'm confused. Mm. I'd I, be honest, I'm sort of missing some vital ingredients to the story that aren't it, making sense to me at the moment. I don't know. It, yeah, it's really weird because I know that the, the whole reveal happened on Thursday by Phil to Freddie. Yeah. But it felt like it kind of jumped, like we missed a, missed a step somewhere from that to then Freddie skating around the square off his head, screaming, going, oh, right there, and he's doing whatever yeah. around the square. But also at the top of the week, we saw Freddie being quite zen, like yeah. he was sat at the kitchen table listening it's to sparrows, sparrows. <laughs> <laughs> having a warm cup of tea. Do you know his pinky was in here as well? Yeah. He's, he's, he's got all the etiquette. We've all listened to sparrows. I prefer albatross myself, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For the band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, but, um, but then, then he kind of unraveled when he heard this news. But I feel like, mm. as we, I think we've kind of said or alluded to, it's missing something. It's missing something. It's missing and that Mo, isn't thing it? that's missing is Mo. It Little is Mo. Mo. Yeah. Little Mo needs to be there for this to almost feel complete as a story. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, Little Mo needs to, it feels like Little Mo needs to be there for the next segment, which will be Fre uh, Freddie finding out exactly who his father is and how his father is. Um, you know, so the thing is, obviously, you can't blame the show if the actress doesn't want to, if Casey Ainsworth doesn't want to come back, then you can't blame the show for that. And, you know, it goes a little bit back to when we were talking about um, the Sonia and Rocky story and saying how it was weird that Carol wasn't there for any of the involvement. And you mm. have to kind of ask, well, well, if the actress doesn't want to come back, does that mean you just can't do the story? Or do you try and work around the absence of an actor? Um, you know, and you could use that argument for any kind of funeral or wedding where the actor just doesn't want, isn't, isn't available, doesn't want to come back and the character isn't there. It feels weird without them, but you kind of just got to kind of work with what you've got. With this, however, it feels like Little Mo is at some point a vital component of this story, mm. you know, because it happened to her. 
she's clearly not told Freddie the full truth, understandably kind of because of what happened to her. And she doesn't want her son to be kind of subjected to that. And unfortunately, with a lie like this, the longer it goes on, the worse the outcome is when it eventually comes out. And again, that means that surely she has to be there for that in some, even if it's just a Skype call. You know, they, they can do that now. They've done it with Sean. They love doing them, don't they? Well, they're you know, they're doing a lot of them now. But it's a good way of getting the character It's a very easy way of getting an old character back. You know, Corey did it with a character that's not been seen for years and years for one scene, a few, a few um, like last year or something. Um, so it's possible. And I would take it if it was just going to be a Skype thing, if, you know, the actress, if Casey Ainsworth isn't available to, or doesn't want to come back and do like a load of stuff. But it feels that at some point she needs to be present for some of this storyline. Otherwise, mm. why? Otherwise, how is it going to work in terms of Freddie's reaction? Because if Freddie finds this out, his first reaction surely would be to go straight to his mum and go, uh, do you want to start telling me the truth now? And then please, what exactly has happened to you when you wanted to beat up? Exactly. You know, which exactly. would be, I think, Freddie's reaction. If he finds out that his dad is a rapist, he would want to go and find his dad or something like that, you know? So mm. I, d- I don't know. I don't know. Do you think Freddie then... return at some point? I don't know. But it's, this is why I'm wondering do you think Freddie will try to then, once he hears the news, will then try to search for his real dad? And how supportive yeah, then would I mean... Billy be with that? Because would you think Billy, because Billy's kind of accepting him as part of the family, mm. isn't he? Because that's, we're yeah, seeing this all, nice side have. of Billy. They kind of, they they, have, they, you know, the, mm. yeah, the Slaters have taken, them, have taken him under their wing completely. You know, he tends to get, he's, he's getting on with all the Slaters when he's not being a drunken ass. You know, he, mm-hmm. he, he get, everyone likes him, everyone's getting on with him. He's got a great relationship with Bobby, which I'm really really enjoying to be mm. fair i like his thing in the, in the fish and chip shop and deep fried bananas well, deep fried everything of, the queue going around the corner shop as though freddie had invented the deep fat fryer <laughs> you know, know. It's, <laughs> you know, know it's fine it's new really yeah, we had in fun. scotland for years deep fried there you go bars. exactly you know? deep, fr- invented- deep fry anything you deep fry anything in in cuisine your, your they arteries call it. <laughs> made out of batter in scotland i don't understand how well, i wish it were mm, i'd eat my own arteries then <laughs> you were gonna say there um so <laughs> so um yeah i don't know i think it's gonna have to be a sort of wait and see thing with this story obviously mm. there's a lot more to come with it freddie is here he's he's there he's doing his thing fine but there is components of a storyline that are missing at the moment and whether we get them or not remains to be seen but it is gonna feel like this is an element of the story that really can't be written around. Mm. So, but sure. But then you would have known that when you brought Freddie in, because we all know Freddie's story. Um, so you would have known that that would need to be addressed pretty damn that would be an element that needs yeah. to be brought in. I mean, I'm, this isn't to say that Mo isn't coming in. This isn't that, you know, we don't know. This could no, be, we don't know. You know. We've asked for, we've asked for more kind of like surprises, <laughs> more kind of like, you know, yeah. secrets that we don't know from like them revealing yeah. it and spoilers and stuff and the other. They still, they still like to kind of like give information out, but we have had the odd shock here. And we've had Sean. That was a big surprise. Yeah, yeah that was great. People was a surprise when she came back, Keeble. you know, the, yeah. You know, all the elements of the Panasar story this week were surprises. You know, they weren't spoiled for anybody. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we, we may well see. We're in an era, I think where if it's possible that it'll happen because <laughs> we've got a team at the moment who are very, who are huge fans of the show. And that's clear to see on screen. They understand the history of West Freddie wouldn't even have been brought back. You know what I mean? There was, I feel like we could, we've come out of, you know, a couple of years where Freddie wouldn't have, wouldn't know who Freddie was, you know? So yeah. it's, I think wait and see at the moment, at the moment it feels like we know what we need to see, whether we get it or not, we manage to be seen. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Well, I think that's us um, summed up. Not that's the show summed up for the week. Another... Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So that was us, uh, as Rob always uh, says. Uh, you know, if you have any other additional comments, anything you'd like to talk to us about, uh, just comment below or get us in touch on with our socials. All the details will be I say it better, the show. Yeah. <laughs> Rob does it with much more coherence. Um, but now, here's the bit. Here's the, I feel like this is quite a big topic to talk about as well. Uh, some news came out last week about the uh, uh, character leaving the show after 18 months. And uh, we're going to talk about that now. And your comments and emails on I Ain't Want to Gossip. And you know me, I ain't want to gossip. I am not happy. I am not a happy bunny. I'm not a happy boy, Alex. I'm... No. <laughs> so, basically, the news was, re was revealed this week that um, Janine Butcher is set to make an explosive exit from EastEnders at the end of the year with Charlie Brooks bowing out of the role after 18 months. Mm. <sighs> now I as I've made it quite clear over the uh, over the past few months or over the past 18 months really um, <laughs> Janine Janine is my favourite character of all time I've been waiting for years for her to come back and now she's back she's only done an 18 month stint I am gutted that she's leaving now apparently Charlie Brooks has been quoted as saying that she was only ever supposed to come back for a year mm. uh, and Chris Clenshaw's story persuaded her to stay on for the extra few months now my first question for that is what the hell was that first year supposed to be? Because her first year <laughs> was her coming back, having a sort of half-hearted um, kind of custody battle with Kat over Scarlet, who she hasn't really paid that much attention to since. Uh, the madness with Liam and Jay and the, and the Carlot stuff. Oh, God, I've put that at the back of my mind. I completely forgot about that. But this is yeah. the point. This is, all of this happened in her first year, you know, and then obviously she kind of got with Mick at the, at the end of it. And yeah. then, leading in, and then the, the, the Linda and um, Janine feud just sort of... To, uh, sort of dovetailed from that but my question would be like what the hell was the story supposed to be for the, for the <laughs> one year what were you planning john said um so, <laughs> so i mean i'm delighted that she's staying to sort of give herself a good exit and the fact is you know um presumably this means that mick and janine are sort of leaving at the end of this story which means it's going to be big you know christmas day is going to be mm, huge and they're both mm. leaving so that's exciting mm. um but yeah, Charlie Brooks is also quoted as saying, um, as usual with Janine, she should never outstay her welcome. Now, I would take that if it wasn't for the fact that this has been by far, by a million miles, Janine's shortest ever stint. The first time she was in it, she was there for five years. Then she left and came back for six years. And then she's, she's left after about seven years, is it? And has come back for this 18-month stint. Now, mm. I'm not going to lie. I am. <laughs> it sounds really selfish and churlish. I'm gutted and annoyed at Charlie Brooks for leaving. That's not her fault. That's <laughs> no. just me being a massive fan of EastEnders and knowing that my favourite character was around and now she's leaving after this one story. Because I mm. was really excited to sort of see Janine after this. Um, you know, sort of see... Because one of my favourite things to do with Janine after, a, you know, it's madness that she'd done. Think about when she stabbed herself for Stacey's exit. One of my favourite things to do is watch Janine sort of sift through the wreckage of her own behaviour. Mm. Uh, and sort of deal with the aftermath of her own actions. And we're not really going to get that this time because she's apparently off after, after this. So, like I say, it leads us to an exciting possibility as to how she's going to leave. It's going to be big. It's going to be exciting. Is she going to be arrested? Is Nick going to die? Is Janine going to kill her second Michael? You know, there's there's lots of options out there. Also, lots of questions. We know that Ricky's returning. So presumably that's all going to be linked with there. My guess is that Scarlet's going to go off with Ricky and that's going to kind of be the end of the whole story altogether. Um what are your thoughts? I mean, are you as, are you as gutted as I am? Are you disappointed? I mean, I think I think her return was We're never fall out here. We're gonna fall uh, out. Well, here her, her return was never as big as I think that everyone expected it to be. I do. You know, you're saying that she was introduced in those stories that she had 
it did feel like a last ditch attempt by John Sen to kind of like bring some well, kind of notoriety well, remember, to him. If you remember, the, uh, <laughs> the, that was announced the same, Janine's return was announced kind of leaked the same week, the same, I think the day after Kush died, wasn't it? And therefore was furious. Oh, about yes. That. No, that was, yes, that's the other thing. John, uh, yeah. the, the Janine's news wasn't meant to come out early. Uh, you know, uh, uh, allegedly, it we was assume, not meant to come out. We, we don't know. Straight, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think there's a strong assumption, though, that it wasn't meant to come out quite as, and because of the upset of them, you know, killing off Kush, which again was such a state but still um they you know they then announced that janine was coming and like i say i think it was a kind of like a last ditch kind of like oh look you know i can do a show look there's janine coming and like well you, you kind so of summed difficult. up well you, you kind of summed up but you summed up like her, her first year was just you know Not and it wasn't until chris came along and kind of then gave her this this attachment to the carters and mick and linda and let's be honest there's been some good moments with her it, since that's kind of happened i think she's um, she's she's cooking on gas at the moment i think mm. the, the past like maybe i mean three months or so since the linda and janine feud has really sort of kicked into gear with the car crash and, and, every, and everything that's going on like that and you know and janine sort of framing linda that's been the janine that we that we've come to expect and know and love you know and charlie brooks has been great in those scenes um i just think it's so disappointing that we're not getting more because if you think about it there was so much more for janine to do you know the the fact that her and Stacy have se have shared like two scenes, two really kind of mm. ineffectual scenes. The history that those two have, and it's been, and they barely and they barely come across each other. It's such a shame. Um, Do you, my other I'm, kind of sad. Sorry, sorry oh, well, I was, I was just going to ask. Other, oh, go on. Go on. Go on. No, 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 you, 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 I was just going to say. Do you also think that because there's no one to take Janine to into account, as in to kind of pull her up when she's done something wrong? There was always that kind of like that we talked about before the pat kind of character who was able yeah. to kind of like and you know we thought that when ricky was going to be introduced perhaps ricky would be that character yeah. be the one who kind of says to janine hey what you're doing is wrong and kind of janine kind of like fighting against them all the time you think because mm. janine never had that that kind of not made her as impactful as she could have been um i mean i think the thing is because janine was kind of thrust quite early on into sort of very particular small small groups mm. um she wasn't really able to kind of spread her wings of chaos around the square like she normally would. Um, but what it's also meant is that she hasn't been allowed to sort of integrate herself into other groups to give her that sense of realism that Janine would be all right to stay around. You know, there were some people that liked her, you know, Kim and Janine, for example, you know, that's, you know, Janice, that's, that's a thing. Um, you know, and she had friends, she's had friends on the square before and she's not really been, been able to do that this time around, but it's be apparently because it's been such a condensed period with such a kind of single-minded story in, in line since mm. Clarence has come along and given her this hopefully great exit that she's going to get with Mick and the Mick and the Linda and Janine feud has been a lot of fun to watch. It's, it's been, been good. And it's, and it's been a good time. My only now main concern is, you know, we're in an era where soaps are sort of not as huge and massive as they used to be. I'm not trying to be morbid about this, but is this probably the last time we're ever going to see Janine? Is my other is my other kind of slight, you know, bottom lip yeah. sort of moment. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Will I do know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Um, I mean, it took. it's been a long gap between her last yeah. and to this, hasn't it? But just has... <laughs> Without sounding like Janine is worthless, because she's by no means worthless as a character. I dare say that to my face. <laughs> and it's not, not what I think either. But do you think that perhaps where we're seeing where these new characters, the Panasars are being introduced, Freddy's being introduced, like this new story, this new kind of a new generation for the soap, which, I, mm. which we've kind of both agreed that the soap has needed. Perhaps, mm. yes, 
kind of put, keep one foot in the past, but also keep your eyes set for the future. Do you think that perhaps maybe it's it not such a bad, it's not, yeah, it wasn't quite the time or the place no. for Janine right yet. No, I don't think that because what I think with Janine is when she's handled correctly, the thing is with Janine, with a character like Janine, and I'm talking about her as a sort of entity here, um, but Janine is the sort of character that needs to be handled quite carefully because you can veer off into sort of mad and wonderful directions, but at the same time you need that human level. Now, mm. since she has been with Mick, um, we've had glimpses of that human level because we 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 as EastEnders fans know Janine well enough to know why she's with Mick. Okay, we mm. understand the Frank connection. We understand this woman who really all she wants in life is her main motive is love. All right, yes. and she will do anything to she will do anything to achieve that. We know that about Janine. Which means that that is ready for, ready for the taking and ready for picking. And Janine is adaptable because because of the type of character she is, she, you can insert a character like Janine into any story. and Well, not any story, but you can insert her into any sort of era. And she is adaptable enough to be able to work in that era. Because mm -hmm. remember, Janine came out of one era, left for a few years, then came back into another era. You know, soaps come through different sort of genres and eras as time goes on. And she has worked in this era. Um, you know, she works as a character that we love to watch and we love to, you know, we love to see her do her thing. And she can come back and do that again. There are still characters on the square that know her and that she has history with. And she's the sort of person that you can come, you know, this is the woman who, you know, when she returned once, we discovered her getting a, a false wedding to a Jewish man. You know, <laughs> the, the last, which I, I still say to this day, I know the doctor stuff got some criticism, but it's no less mad than that. You know, in fact, if anything, the Jewish thing is even madder than the, the whole false doctor thing. I will, and I will die on that hill. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I mean, in summary, I'm gutted, I'm annoyed. <laughs> I'm not spooky to Charlie Brooks, because um, how dare she have a career? You know, and I, I, I mean, I understand it. You know, of course, she, she, Charlie Brooks is the... I didn't. I never thought that Janine was going to be around until the end of time, but I'm gutted that it's only for 18 You months. thought it'd I be really a little am. bit more. I, yeah. I, really, I really am kind of devastating yeah. to be honest and i need some time to deal with this and i won't be taking questions at this time thank you very much <laughs> well will you take some comments at least oh, uh, we've right. had a few comments uh on our twitter uh our instagram and our tiktok we got a few comments on our tiktok as well um you love all of those out wolford weekly oh yeah i'm on there my big face floats around it's great so um at orville lloyd on twitter said i'm not surprised these senders are doing a lot of recycling of old characters to boost ratings the new producer is trying to recreate the old success the problem is that chris clenshaw needs to focus on cast in their 20s and 30s and EastEnders needs a younger audience to grow the soap. So he's saying perhaps bring, like what Freddie is, kind of bring back a younger older, you know, characters. Um, okay, I get what they're saying there. Uh, the problem, the issue is with that is that you you need to not alienate the other audience that have been there from the start or audience that have, like us who, you know, are rallying for, San, for, for Sanjay. Sad. Or oh, something, Sanjay. Or something like that. <laughs> I love you Sanjay. Know. I know. You say Sanjay that, but Ben and I were talking about Sanjay and Gita return only a couple of days it ago. Must be, we said it how must it be happen. crazy to live in your oh, house. What a fun and mad house here. What fun and jokes you must have. <laughs> we, we reckon they could slide them in. Um, uh, at Matt Official92 on Twitter has said, this current return hasn't been the best. I feel like putting her and Mick well, together was just another way to drag on the marriage problems between a couple that were created originally never to split. I do wonder if a secret exit is planned for Linda so her and Mick can go together. So, the, so would you, again, we're talking about, would Linda be going with Janine? I mean, I would Linda be killed by Janine? I doubt it. Hang on. I, well, <laughs> now, the thing is, I doubt it because I think we're already losing Mick and Janine. Okay, uh, we, with Danny Dyer, 
Charlie Brooks and Kelly Bright. That's a lot of good talent to, to lose. It is a lot to take. I don't yeah. think that's no. I, I think that I, I imagine that even if Kelly Bright wanted to leave, she's been tied into a chair in the green room and told that she's not allowed to leave for another two years at least. <laughs> I mean, that's a family, though, isn't it? If you think about it, if you were to get rid of Janine, Mick, Linda, potentially Shirley, yeah. I'm not saying that's what's happening. That's four characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a yeah, family yeah. that could be. It it's, a, it's it's the equivalent of a unit, isn't it? So. It is a unit. Uh, it's a right unit. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think Linda will be... But this is, the, this is the other thing. I was kind of excited about the prospect of once Mick had gone to sort of see the aftermath of Janine and Linda because they would still be both there together. Yes. We're not getting that now. So, I, again, where, where does Linda... That's kind of removed a possibility of what Linda could do afterwards. So where me. does Linda go from here? I don't know. Uh, Gilbert Pocket, with two Ts, said Fabulous on TikTok... Name. Uh, this news should be devastating, but she's been really underused since her return with the cringe relationship with Mick that I just don't buy at all. I mean, do you, you, I think Mick's story is the strongest part of Janine's return, I have to be honest. It is, but then I also think with the Mick and Janine story, remember when they first started and we were saying things like, you know, their kissing scenes were awkward and all, and all of mm. that kind of thing. What I have always thought about the Mick and Janine story at the, from the very beginning and still do, in all honesty, is the fact that I don't think we're supposed to think that they work together. Because it's supposed to be absolutely abhorrent to us that Linda and Mick should ever break up and Linda and Mick aren't meant to be together or that they mm. should veer off into different directions. So I, I've always felt there's a sense of deliberateness about that. Um, and it doesn't seem like that's going to change right up until the end, I think. Okay. Uh, one final tick, uh, Twitter comment, sorry. And then we've got an email also relating to Janine. Janine Fever, oh, we have. Correspondence we've had this week. Haven't we just? At Katie underscore Pepper has written, uh, sad she's going because there's nobody quite like Janine, but can't help but feel disappointed that the only real storyline she got was begging after Mick. The Janine we know and love would never be so tragic. Even the black males of Jada and Jay were weak, but at least we got Scarlet. I mean, is Scarlet staying, do you think? You said that I perhaps... Think, I think she's probably going to go I think she's going to go... Well, I mean, where would she go? If that's, once Janine's gone, where does she go? She either goes with Janine... But I... Who? Cat. Scarlet would go with cat. cat. I thought a cat. I thought you said pat. I was kind of like no, no, no. Pat. And a Ouija board storyline <laughs> coming our way. Have we? Um, <laughs> pat alive. What a surprise. What a twist. Um, I she I, did come I, back for um <laughs> as a ghost. Um, I uh, I feel like Scarlet is probably going to go as well. Um, mm. I think that's probably why Ricky is coming back, or one of the components as to why Ricky is returning. Because the only other scenario is that she would kind of move in with Cat and the Slaters. Um, I, that as well is a disappointment to me because I've said before that I do believe that the child of Janine Butcher should be one mm. of the most fascinating kid characters ever because how as a kid do you deal with Janine being your mother and your lone parents like what does that do to a kid especially a kid like Scarlett who's kind of very kind of young impressionable and kind of a bit fragile but not mm. really that streetwise so I, I would love to have seen that play out but it doesn't look like we're well, getting it yet well, this is the email from Ray. Raymond. Hello, Ray. Thank you for your email. Hi. He's he's written, uh, Dear Alex and Rob, weekly Hi, yeah. listener here. Uh, I thought of you two when Scarlett spotted the picture of Janine on Monday's episode. I think one of you said something about how Janine only works with family around her. Scarlett asking to talk to Linda afterwards reminded me of Pat. It would be so cool if Scarlett becomes a big enough character on the show to keep Janine in line the next time she comes back to Wolford. 
uh, I hope Scarlett doesn't have to go with Janine as well. And I hope only Janine goes, yours, Ray. So again, do you think that, you know, if they were to return, if Janine uh, and Scarlett were to return, Scarlett would be much older, 18, 19, perhaps. Perhaps mm. then she was, she could be that character that I long for, that's the one who's responsible for Janine's actions. I mean, I've always said, I, I, I have to say the characterization of Scarlett has been what I have wanted from Scarlett. If Janine was ever to return, and Scarlet was to come with her. That's what it's like. They, it's like, I've said it before. It's like they pulled it out of my brain and put it on the screen. Scarlet was perfectly characterised because I wanted them to have this sort of Ab Fabadina and Safi type role, and that's exactly what they've done. Now, Scarlet growing up is going to be a different kettle of fish altogether. Will you know? Will they stick with that characterisation if we ever see Scarlet again? Who knows? Um, I, I w again, I would like to see somebody who I think Scarlett's the type of person who would grow up to be somebody quite academic, somebody quite in intelligent. So, how would somebody like that again deal with their deal with their mother, who may be coming out of prison, who may be just on the run? Who who knows? The, this, the, the thing is with Janine, there's a number of different options for her in how to leave because she's mm. crazy like that. Um, and Janine is going to have her back against the wall pretty soon. And that's when Janine's at her most kind of mad and dangerous. So that I am looking forward to. I just wish that it wasn't resulting in her exit. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I keep forgetting also that they mentioned uh, in, in the early 90s that Frank had a secret son as well. He had a, a son with um, another woman, didn't he? Um, oh, but, uh, so, yeah. So perhaps that could be something for the future return of Janine as well. I don't know. It could be. There, there is there is possibilities there. But like you say, it's, it's, a, so. it's a frightening prospect to think that if the soap should end or if you know in the, the future of the soap whether we will ever see Janine return realistically I think that it's I'm not I'm not saying that EastEnders is on the verge of cancellation I'm not I, I'm not saying that whatsoever I'm talking about the soap genre as a whole I mm. think in the next 10 years the the soap landscape is going to look quite different I suspect um not based on anything it's just the way that you know, look at the way the past five years ago you know even the past mm. year alone we've lost two in neighbours and, and Holby City. So what what is going to be the next casualty? Um, casualty. You know, and, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, is East is EastEnders going to be in the same sort of, is is it going to be in the same form in 10 years' time? You know, is Janine, has, is there a, is a time if if the gaps between Janine, is there time for another Janine appearance? God, I hope so. I pray to all that's listened, the Wolford gods, that this is not the last time we see Janine. Charlie Brooks, if you're listening to this, you've broken my heart. <laughs> I will forgive you if you promise to come back one day. All right. Uh, so uh, until then, uh, please do get in touch by doing the following. You can contact us on Twitter and Instagram at Wolford Weekly. You can find us on Facebook at Wolford Weekly Podcast and YouTube. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and click the bell to get notifications about our spoiler videos. And you can listen to us on Apple, Podbean, Spotify, or any of your favourite podcast sites. You can email us at robwolfordweekly at gmail.com or alexwolfordweekly at gmail.com. And I want Ben to have that little speech nailed by the way. I, that's what I expect. I, I, expect I suspect I'll be the one doing that speech at the end. Well, can you say it? Oh, yeah, I, bet, I bet you read it. I bet you read it. Ah, so please do let me know, by the way, down below, Amsterdam tips. If any of you have ever been, give us some, give us some little info. Give us some places to go. I'm there, I'm there mm -hmm. for about four or five days. So let, let me know, please. I'd love Keep to it clean. Your... Keep it clean. No, don't bother. No, don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and when we see you again, Rob, we'll be changing yes. the dots behind you as well, won't we? Oh, we will. How exciting. Mm. I mean, so, we're meant to do it I next mean, week, but we'll, we'll keep it well, for the following. Tough. Eh? Tough. Yeah. My calendar. <laughs> my calendar. My dot. <laughs> so until until you, Alex and Ben will be back next week, I will be back in two weeks' time. So until then, it's goodbye from me.
and a goodbye for myself. Have a lovely weekend. Take care. Bye. Bye.